I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Gant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. Remedy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tobacito and Janice Kent. I love how you always try to match my energy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to mix it up just to see. Sometimes, if you come in and you go, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it just to see if you can hang with me. (laughs) I can because I'm an actress. Uh, Yeah. Because I always tell Tom after we watch a movie, like when we watch that Nicole Kidman movie, I'm like, I could do that. I I can do that just like she does. And he's like, well, why aren't you? (laughs) And I'm like, well, because I've chosen another path. (laughs) If you're so good at it, then why aren't you on the big screen? I am such an actress. (laughs) What did you watch with Nicole Kidman? Did you watch that latest uh, undoing? Yes. It was so good. Did you watch it? Oh, we just Kev, did you it. watch it? No. At least watched every one of them. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you have to she watch said it's it. It's awesome though. Oh, it is. It's binge worthy. There's only six episodes. Yeah. They do that nowadays. Yeah. It's like with TV shows, it. they get bigger stars, but then shorter little seasons. I know, and I feel so sad when it's over. Like I'm on the last season of several of things that Tom and I've been watching, and I am so sad. Like Shits Creek. I am on the last... Have you ever watched that? It's called Shits? S-C-H-I-T-T-S. It's oh, been around for a while, but oh it's just got like gosh. real popular lately. You have got to watch it. It is the funniest. Really? And it's their 30 minutes, and it's about this family who's very, very wealthy, and they lose their money, and they go to this little... They inherited this motel and in Shits. That's the name of the town, and so it is. And it is hilarious. Those actors and that show won all the Emmys. Oh wow! I yeah, I haven't even heard. Of oh, this. please watch it. Okay. and you can watch it with your kids. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. And there are seven seasons, and I'm on the last season. I told Thomas I'm going to start over again <laughs> because it's so funny. I know there are things that I can laugh at again. Oh, okay. So, so. Is it like a show like The Office, like every episode has a different theme, or is uh-huh. is it continuing? Well, it is continuing in that they're in the same circumstances with the same people, but there's a different main theme in each one. Okay. But it is similar format to like The Office. Okay. More know? episodic versus serial. Okay, yeah. I just learned that the other day, oh, that those are like the two different good. kinds. Those <laughs> are such big words. Thanks, Kev. <laughs> I have an for. episodic fit every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing it's not... Serial, or I might be a serial killer. <laughs> I mean, that's seriously really good. An episodic. But not serial. Right. I'm going to go home and talk about that. That's really, really good. I'm going to say, so you know, we, I'm really sorry that this episodic show is over. <laughs> I agree. I would rather, I hope that my behavior is episodic and not serial. <laughs> Me too. More isolated and individual than yes. continuous. Yeah. Yes, and ongoing. <laughs> I do have a cereal shopping thing. You totally have a cereal shopping thing. Blair and I were talking about that yesterday with your shoes. I was like, damn, I, I your mom's Oh, did you shoes tell her about fabulous. the boots? Yeah. I was like, I asked her if I if she died, if I could have them. And she goes, she doesn't need to die. You can afford them. <laughs> you can afford them. You really can. They're not that expensive. <laughs> It was really cute. She's so funny. Okay, so we need to thank the sponsor of today's episode. It's Buster and Kitty Williamson. They oh, just nice. gave a really nice um, end of the year donation to the Remedy, and oh. they're always huge fans and listeners and encouragers and cheerleaders. And she absolutely adores you. Well, I absolutely. Adore She's a her. beautiful sweet woman yes and do you know Buster have you ever met no Buster I've never met him he's equally as fabulous he, he is. is he's my birthday buddy oh yeah we have the same birthday how fun yeah and they're like family to me so they they I mean I've been on their family vacations I'll be at their house at some point over Christmas that's so nice yeah they really are when's your so birthday kind to me July 17th oh when's yours Kev uh, August 5th 
When's yours? September 25th. I'll, I'll send you a notice. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure we know. We'll add it Nobody. to the <laughs> I sell, I'm like on September 1st. I'm like, it's my birthday month. And <laughs> poor Tom. It's like, okay, 12 He's like, I have never in my life seen anybody your age celebrate their birthday like that. Elise still does it like that. She does. Like, it's still a huge deal. And she does the birthday month thing and everything. Oh, good. Yep. So you're not alone. really get into... It's my birthday. Uh-huh. Yeah, me. <laughs> I do. I could not care less when it's my birthday. I'm not, oh, my goodness. I'm kind of the same. Like, I, I turned 50 in 2021, and, all, you know, all my dear friends and kids are like, what are we going to do for 50? I'm like, I don't know. I kind of just, I mean, I, I don't care that I'm turning 50. I'm excited that I'm turning 50, but I don't need to do anything spectacular because I'm turning 50. Would you yeah. ever take off work because it's your birthday? No, no. I don't think I would either. <laughs> At least it, it does every year. Really? Yep. Oh, I think that's wonderful. I'm already thinking about my 70th. I cannot believe that we're even saying those words about somebody <laughs> like you. 70. 70. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to turn 70. You do not even. You're 68. Eight. Yeah. 70 yeah. is the new 50. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 70 is the new 50. I agree with that. My grandma at 50 looked way older than you <laughs> it's true my grandma was always my grandma la mare la mare is that the line that we should be buying that's the line i buy it's probably like vaseline with a little water in it but it's working but you know that i really i've been i'm planning my birthday and i don't know exactly what i'm going to do but it's going to be big can i come yes kevin and i are coming yeah, yes i'm going to have a couple of celebrations you should. I'm going to have a family, friends, and then, like, maybe a trip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like going to other people's birthday parties. Like, that's always fun. sure. <laughs> I love other people's birthday parties. You know, um, I recently read something, Janice, and I can't remember uh, what the age was, whether it was 50 or 60. I think it might have been 60. It was in, a like, a health magazine or yeah. a health article, like, one of the news things that I get or maybe an article in the paper, but it said that if you make it to this age, and I can't remember, again, if it was 50 or 60. Yeah. Without any, I think it was 60, without any major health crisis. Yeah. The chances of you living to 80 are exponentially higher. Yeah. Um, if you can make it to 60, then the chances of you making yeah. it to 80 without a big health yeah. problem is really, really, really high. Yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good because you you're in great health. Yeah, I am in really good health. You are. Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm hoping that 80s not my ending date though. No way. <laughs> no way. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yep. We're not afraid. No, I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm Janice, not afraid. you and my dad are pretty much the same age, and we neither are? one of you. Yeah, you both seem very youthful. Well, thanks, Kevin. You're welcome. Um, okay, so uh, one thing that I'd love to just chat about for two seconds is the meditation and writing workshop yeah. that Stacy and I are going to do. So this is a, uh, today we're talking about the new year, um, kind of lessons of 2020 and then looking forward to the new year. And uh, one of the things that Stacy and I want to do at this meditation and writing workshop is really focus on some of those things I, individually you know this is a i mean you and i get to talk about our personal journeys on right, here right. And, and which is so much fun um but not everybody has the opportunity to explore or reflect um or dream and one of the things that we will do in this workshop outside of meditation and and just clearing of the mind but uh, also just a, a deep reflection on some of the blessings and gifts of our past and also some of the dreams and, cool. and intentions that we would like to have for our future. So um, we're doing this January 23rd, 24th. If you go to Be The Remedies and click on workshops, um, you can learn more about it there. Uh, it's the same workshop offered two different times, one's on Saturday, one's on Sunday. So um, the space is really limited because we're going to be really COVID careful. Um, there, we can only have 10 people in a, in a, so sign up fast. And cool. 
It'll be awesome. Yeah, it will be awesome. Um, I wish I could do it. I'm going to be gone. So. I know. And so is Blair. Bla I, Blair was uh -huh. helping me with the website, and I told her just to come take a spot for free for all her help. And she was yeah. like, I'm going to be out of town. I was so looking forward to it. Yeah. So, um, I, I think this will be something we might want to do again. It, I, th I just think it's going to be really good. So anyway, um, okay, today we are focusing, since it's this Christmas is has passed and now we're looking forward to new year's do you get excited about new year's eve uh well i don't we don't really get real dressed up and go to i mean go to a big party or anything of course mm -hmm. you wouldn't do it this year anyway right i think we'll probably go to the lake and maybe have some we've got a couple of friends that at the lake that we really enjoy being around and we'll either have them over to our house for dinner or we'll probably or at the lake so uh, this year, I don't know. I don't know that I'll even go to a restaurant this year, actually. For New Year's Eve? Uh -huh. I like to stay home, actually, and cook. Yeah. I yeah. love New Year's. You do? Mm-hmm. You love, like, this, what do you love about I, it? I don't know. It's just a fun, fun night, and I've always liked it. I don't go I, out and do oh, anything like special, it. but. Yeah, I like it, too. I like thinking about a new year. Yeah. It, it, it is, like, a good feeling. Well, and especially, I think this new year will be really kind of monumental for everybody because yeah. I feel like we've had almost a full year. Well, the pandemic has been around for a full year and yep. in this country, actually it was probably oh, there yeah. here by then. We just yep. didn't know it. But I think that that's going to feel really good to people to think, okay, we're in motion and people yeah. are getting the vaccine. And I think every, you know, we talked a little bit about it last week about the hope. Yeah. And I do think that will be different this year, and I think that'll be really fun to think about. Yes, because we, at some point in 2021, we're going to get to take our masks off. Yeah. Which which feels really exciting. Yeah. Uh, my lipstick will stay on better. I know. <laughs> and my rash around my face will hopefully do go away. Do you have a rash around yes. your face? Yeah, like, I get little red bumps. Oh. And I think it's from the mask. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. What fabric are you having with that I've mask? tried them all. Really? Yeah. My favorite is the bandana. Yeah? Yeah. I, I kind of dig that because it just sits on your nose. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it doesn't, uh-huh. Yeah. It doesn't, like... Cup your face. Cup, your mouth. Yeah. Cup. Yeah. But it's probably not the safest, but... Yeah. Um, okay. So, lessons of 2020. I, um, I jotted down some thoughts on these. I'd love for you two to pipe in and... Okay. And, and tell me any reflections that you might have or, ooh, yeah, I haven't thought of that or, oh, yeah, me too, whatever, um, which you both are good at. I, uh, I, I was thinking a lot about this this morning. I really, I, like, set my alarm, woke up early. I, and I have 13 of them. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I did not write down one. <laughs> so I'm going to take yours. Come up with one more. 13's unlucky. Oh, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> By the time this is all said and done, we'll have 30. <laughs> That's a That's good point. exactly <laughs> right. Um, okay, so the first one, the first thing that came to mind when I was thinking about 2020 is that verse from Ecclesiastes. And I'm sure that everybody has heard this in some way, shape, or form. But I thought I would just read it if it's okay because I just, I love this verse. And I think it is very appropriate for 2020. It says, to everything there is a season and time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to loose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Love that. That's a Simon and Garfunkel song, isn't it? Didn't they? Aren't they the ones that recorded that, Tevin? I mean, Kevin. <laughs> did you combine our names? I did. I like that. Kevin. Tovin. Yeah, what? <laughs> That's so stupid. 
hysterical. I'm tired. I was like, did she? I I'm think you're tired. Right <laughs> I don't know this song. Yeah, it's called uh, oh, Time of the Season. Oh, yes. yes. Actually, yeah. now I... Actually, they didn't write it. They took it from that scripture. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Right, yes. Tobin? But it's a... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Say it at the same time, Kev. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a client call, text me yeah. last night and wanted me to send me uh, a phone number for Blair, and uh, and I sent her my phone number. <laughs> so my body may be not health, may be healthy, but I'm not sure about my brain right now. <laughs> it is. It does get a little mushy towards the, towards it, or in the holidays. It does. I mean, just kind of off your schedule. Uh huh. It, Everything's really busy, crowded. Yeah, yeah it's it, we'll, hopefully we'll that's it. <laughs> the excuse. We'll forgive you. Um, I love this verse. Yes, um, because I think that what it's saying and what it's what it sums up is that whatever it is, good, bad, it it doesn't last. No, it passes. It passes. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're in something, it's really hard to believe, especially if it's difficult. Right. Or challenging or sad. Um, it's really difficult to believe that one day you are not going to feel this. I or know. Be it is. Experiencing this. And right now, especially with this, with this, you know, the Christmas season being over and we're starting this new year, that a lot of people have some really heavy energy in their body because if they are missing a loved one mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. has been you know, transitioned on within the past year or is ill, it's, it makes the weight a little heavier. So yeah. I think the, the knowing my mother said it all the time. I think I said this the other day that this too shall pass. And, mm -hmm. and it's true, mm -hmm. the good and the bad, the good and the bad, but that's okay. Yeah. Because there's something else behind it. Yes. There's more good. There's and more there's good. more bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 really it's all good. Yes. Because it is. because the captain's on the bridge, it's really all good. Yes. Even though there's aspects of it that are heavy or sad. And we think I think so often we think that that fear and sadness are bad. Mm -hmm. And they're not bad. They're just uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so as you lean into that then those emotions will transition out of your body so that you are not heavy laden yeah. with all of it. Yeah. But yeah, I love that scripture. That's really great. I do too. You know, if there wasn't the hard and if there, I mean, this is so elementary to say this, I'm not saying anything profound, but it's just such a simple truth. If there wasn't the hard or the bad, we, how would we know what good is it wouldn't. or easy or, happy or joyful or peaceful yeah we would never know those those wonderful things if we didn't experience the difficult things yes that's right so i am grateful for seasons and you know if somebody if somebody had told me after i lost my children that i that this was a season mm -hmm. <laughs> i would have been slapped them like, yeah. <laughs> this is not a season you know but no it really was it a was. season. I know. Or y y if you're getting divorced or if you're, y it is. it really is. You can't believe that there's going to be a day that you don't feel it, mm -hmm. but you, 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 you won't. You, you won't. Yeah. Um, okay. I wrote this down. Uh, hug your kids a lot and tell them how much you love them, no matter how old or whether they like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You cannot overlove your children. Yeah. We said that last time, but I just don't kiss them on the lips. Yeah. You, yes. And that's, <laughs> that's my big thing. It is, but it is true. Uh huh. Um, you know, there was a time that I could tell that my kids were kind of growing up, you know, when they were kids, they would just cuddle me yeah. and come sleep in my bed and, you know, lay on top of me and hug me tight. And, and it was all so sweet and innocent. And then they, they, grow out of that mm -hmm. I mean, it's appropriate that mm -hmm. they grow out of that but then and as a parent I think that I thought oh they're growing out of that now I need to give them their space like I guess we're just not going to do that anymore you know and then I was like I don't want to not do that anymore and so it changed it shifted but I mean I love telling my kids how much I love them how much I believe in them 
Yeah. And and you know what? Your girls are all grown, and I bet you they never grow weary, even at as grown up women with with hus- husbands and children that they never grow tired of hearing how much you love them, how much you believe in them, how much you're there for them. Yeah, no, they don't. And and uh, saying to them, I want you, I admire you mm. so much, mm. or I'm so impressed with how you are handling that, or, you know, and just I love you. I mean, we never, we never, I mean, we say I love you all the time. Yeah. It's really and important. You just, it is. It really is. Sometimes I think that adolescents can get a little funky with their bodies, and I think we want to remember that, yeah. you know, yeah. as far as the way that we hug them. Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, but they'll tell you, and they'll let you know that. But they, they never, I don't think anybody tires of hearing how much no. someone loves them. No, no. It's we- great. I, and it is it is the best. It is the best. You know, last night uh, I was telling y'all this before we started recording. My kids had a little Christmas shindig. Got <laughs> got a little out of hand at the Cedo residence. Stanky, a stanky shindig. <laughs> got a little, a little too festive. A little too festive. <laughs> yes, and I'll just keep it at that. But. I I had to shut it down, and I told my kids it's time for everybody to go. And you know, I was I was firm but kind, and uh, I was in the laundry room telling them I, I called them out, so I wasn't talking to them in front of their friends. But I was like, it's time for, it's time for everybody to go, and you know. And uh, Anna Pren came, and then I went into my room, and she followed me in there, and she was like, okay, like on a scale of one to ten, how upset are you? Because <laughs> Like, it seems like, Mom, that you're a little bit more upset with me than you are with Carter. And and I just, I don't want you to be upset with me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she cares if I'm upset with her. Of course. (laughs) It's Christmas. She doesn't want you snatching any of those presents out from under the tree because of the shindig. (laughs) The shenanigans. Uh You'd say, I'm taking all of these presents to the Salvation Army. (laughs) I would do it, too. But I, she left my room, and I was like, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. I still kind of got it. You know, like they care if I'm if I'm not happy or if oh, don't if you I'm remember? Dis- you, I remember my parents being angry with me, and I hated it when they were angry with me. I didn't. I thought they were dumb. <laughs> I thought my parents were dumb when they got mad at me. I thought they were being unrealistic, and I I did not care because I thought they were dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. No. But I did not care if my parents were mad at me because I thought that they were unrealistic. And One time I had been to, I'd been, it was in high school and I'd been to Hearst, Texas from Mm -hmm. Lubbock to visit a friend of mine that had moved there. And when I came home, I wrote her a letter the day after I had arrived. And the, the night that I arrived, I went out with this guy and drank. And, um, so I had written my, my friend, my friend, a letter. And I said, Oh my gosh, it was so fun. I was sitting at the DFW or love field smoking cigarettes. And then I went out with Sam and we both got drunk. And, Did your mom find Well, that? my mother walked in my room and I put my hand over the letter. And so then I left there, sealed it and everything. And I left there and went to a cheerleading thing and while I was gone, my mom steamed open my letter. <laughs> that really works? I thought that was only in a movie. <laughs> no, it really worked. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I look up, and my mom and dad are at the cheerleading event, and they are so mad at me. Oh. I got totally busted. Totally busted. And yeah. you obviously cared because that... Yeah, and I was like, how dare you steam open my letter that is next level wow i know bless their sweethearts they were they were ready for the investigation (laughs) it's pretty invasive yeah it was terribly invasive but you know oh well oh well (laughs) i got busted it's nice that you cared what they thought i did care what they thought i was grounded for like 30 days or something Mm mm-hmm 
Did you get grounded ever, Kev? Yeah. You did? did yeah, you I got not? busted in a similar oh. circumstance to Janice's where my mom found a envelope of pictures that had been developed that my friend took from like the whole summer. <laughs> yeah, there were pictures of me drinking, smoking, all kinds of stuff. So it was like the worst red-handed caught ever. And <laughs> what did they do? I was busted. Um, God, I don't know. Probably grounded. Uh, no, they didn't really ground me as much as they'd take away my car for a while or something like that. Yeah. My parents I... cried. Oh. Oh, yeah. My mom did at that when that happened. Oh, when mom <laughs> cries, that's bad. The worst. Yeah. Oh, my mom just yelled. That's probably why I just discounted everything she said. <laughs> if you're screaming, nobody's listening. I should have put that. Make, yeah. That's 14. See, I told you we would come up there with you that. There you go. Uh-huh. If you're screaming, they're not listening. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and, and even your, your and your spouse, that includes your mm-hmm. spouse. Especially. Yeah, especially your uh-uh. spouse. I don't n- scream. Mm-mm. I, I used to. You, I can't imagine you screaming. I know. I was kind of a mess. Um, <clears throat> speaking of screaming. Yes. My next one is conflict is not bad. How you get through it mm-hmm. can be, but mm-hmm. conflict is not bad. No, conflict is not bad. A lot of times we learn our greatest lessons and have a- amazing experiences af- after we've walked through the conflict. Yeah. And I think the, way, the best way to handle conflict, which we've talked about before, is just make sure you're asking for what you want mm-hmm. instead of complaining about what you're getting. You know, if you say to your kids or your partner you know that just when you said blah 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 blah, I felt really sad and I really don't like it and I would like for you to not do that anymore yeah you know then you don't have those battles yeah yes and and to that note the next one because I loved when uh, Dr. Barnes was on the show Mm -hmm. and he talked about conflict Mm -hmm. and one thing I really learned from him and that I believe can really help when you're in conflict is that debating realities is a waste of time. And you oh, said yeah. it perfectly. Shut your mouth and, and listen. Shut your mouth and breathe. Yeah. And listen. And listen. Yeah. You debate reality. Uh-uh. I didn't say that. Uh-huh. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah. Then you're just... Yeah. You're just in running in circles and you're making it worse. And it's okay to say something like, you know, I understand that that's what you think. I actually don't believe that and I don't see it that way, but I understand that you do. And if you yes. can acknowledge that even with your teenagers or your 10-year-olds or your, yeah. you know, I understand why you want that extra whatever, you know, but it's just not going to work right now. So then you acknowledge their reality, have compassion for their reality, and you won't have conflict. Yeah. They won't like it always, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Yeah. I can be okay when you're not being okay. Mm-hmm. Trying to understand where the other person is coming from is so important. And Isn't we just it? don't do that well, well. Well, I don't think we're taught to do that. I think that's something that we have to learn. Yeah, very much so. I so agree with you. And we model that for our children. Yeah. You know, to be able to to say to them, and and I don't think my parents ever really did that, and it's not, they weren't mean or anything, they just weren't taught to do it. It oh, was yeah. my way or the highway, mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know, I understand why you want to have a shindig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was one of the thoughts that came up, and I didn't write it down, but I was thinking about uh, how important it is to take whatever our kids are going through seriously you know to not yeah. discount for sure what you know whenever Anna Prynne comes and tells me what's going on at school or with a boy or in sports you know as parents and I and I can do it for sure I I can say oh Anna P that's just not that big of a deal or that's right that's be, that's a little dramatic or and and those things are not helpful because it is her reality and their life is every bit, I mean, and what's happening in their lives, whether it's on the playground in second grade or in the lunchroom in 12th, whatever, or on the field, you know, like that is their life. Well, and it's the same with adults. Yes. To recognize, rather than, like you say, saying that's so ridiculous. Uh-huh. And sometimes you want to say that. Yeah. But you are minimizing the other person's reality, and it's a put-down. It's yeah. actually a form of emotional abuse. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. It feels like it that. does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah, when somebody yeah. discounts what you say or how you feel or tells you you're ridiculous or tells you that's dumb or you shouldn't feel that way, it's yeah. that's not helpful. No, it isn't. Um. Okay, I said take really good care of the love this life gives you. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite lines from that Tim McGraw song, and I've said it before, but you know, we are not guaranteed. We are not guaranteed love in this life. And, and we are so lucky to love people and to be loved by people. Mm -hmm. And we really need to do a really good job taking care of the love that life gives us. Whether it's True. friendships, children, spouses, significant others, coworkers. Producers. Producers, <laughs> yes, coworkers. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. And it, it, our interactions with the people we love really, 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 really matter. They do matter. Mm -hmm. You know, I've even told my kids because I think that, they're, that kids don't believe that parents sometimes have feelings. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I that's mean, true. I have told my kids, hey, I bleed. I bleed. How you talk to me, how you treat me, it matters. Yes. I'm just as human, just like you, you yes. know? You know, and I think one of the things that I've been working on uh, is making sure that I am listening to, Tom always says, you know, you don't listen as well as I would like for you to. And he's really kind of right, you know, because he may go on and on about something and then I'm, kind of, I'm like, okay, my brain wanders somewhere else. And I'm really working on that because I think giving somebody rapt attention when they're talking about their reality is so esteeming for them. Even if you are thinking, that's so not what I think, but being able to hear that and, and, and being in tune to what they're saying makes people feel loved mm -hmm. and makes them feel like they matter. Yeah. And that's one thing that I really have been trying to work on with Tom because I think he's right. I think I get so distracted and busy that, you know, and he'll say, you didn't even listen. And I was like, and sometimes I don't. Mm. So I'm working on that. I think part of that is I listen so much during my day, I you bet. know, after I've had like seven hours of listening, yeah. I just kind of want to crawl in a hole sometimes. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm sure it's hard to show up in the ways that he would like after, after a really long, busy day. You know, there, there was this, I went to this Christmas tea the other day uh -huh. and, um, there was this old woman there who's lost her husband and she doesn't have a lot of family and she doesn't she's old and a lot of her friends have died and she lives by herself and and a couple of the people that uh, were there were talking after she left were talking about how much she talks oh and <laughs> gosh she talks a lot she just talks and talks and talks and talks and somebody <laughs> said well if your husband wasn't alive and you were in your you know late age I don't know how old she was yeah. but she's older and she lives alone and she doesn't have a lot of friends and you know, she gets an audience, and I'm sure she just, like, I, I get that, too, you yeah. know? Yeah, and so me, too. Both both exist. I yeah. mean, I imagine after a seven, eight-hour session day, you're ready to go turn on. Housewives. Yeah, housewives. <laughs> Something really mentally stimulating <laughs> and worth my while. <laughs> the housewives of Orange County that are totally <laughs> psycho. <laughs> Oh, don't those make you feel so good? So good. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that people exist like that. I know. <laughs> it is so entertaining. It is so Anna entertaining. Anna Prynne and I, like, it is our guilty pleasure. I'll yeah. be like, you want to watch a Housewives? She's yeah. like, heck yeah. <laughs> and then, like, one of us will have to stop and go, like, do a real life. And... I mean, the other one's like, no, just one more, just one more, come on. But then you want to watch one more. It's, I know. It's, that is massively ridiculous. It's massively. Kevin, do you watch them? No, I do not. <laughs> I've not sure? ever seen one. I'm sure. Never? Mm -mm. Oh. Oh. Don't start because you won't be able to stop. <laughs> you know, when they were starting Real Housewives of Dallas, they approached me when I worked at the church. To be the like spiritual, uh huh. I was approached. I think they did. Yeah, I was both approached of you guys were. To, for, as a counselor. 
Oh, seriously? Because I have some of the, uh, anyway. Yeah. What if we'll get the one on the one of in New York City? They have like the uh, ordained. I forget what her what what. It's not like a. It's a, like a pastor, but it's like a. It's a like Eastern thing. I don't know. Oh, it's not traditional. A guru or yeah, something. Like, a yeah. Shaman or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's shaman. exactly what it is. <laughs> it, and. Uh, I was like, that could have been me. It oh, could have. <laughs> it could have. <laughs> but then they'd follow you and want to take a picture of you when you were in your bathtub or something. Yes. <laughs> and then they'd find out the real me, and I don't even want that. No, no. <laughs> no. That's Because you can't hide your ugly for, forever. No. <laughs> <laughs> they'd get the real version. Uh. Um, okay. Um, number six is... Don't let pride or insecurities hold you back. Make the first move. Yeah. I think that if two things hold me back, it's pride and insecurity. Me too. Like, I don't want to take the risk, or I don't want to be the first to say I'm sorry, or I I don't, you know, you don't ask her out. Because it, it's because it's risky, you know. All these things yeah. are risky to put yourself out there, and yet I think about the times where I've put myself out there. I mean, even just starting a podcast. Like, oh yeah, this could just flop, you know. And sure. when when and it's okay if things fail and you don't hit every mark. But good grief, I, well, I, the risks are worth it. The, it's true. And I, I don't even believe in the word failure. I believe mm-hmm. it's a learning experience. Yes. And so it doesn't, I don't really have that insecurity, but I think part of that is because I'm older than you. And I think when I finally got to the point that I really practiced what you think of me is none of my business, mm-hmm. it, it traveled from my head to my heart. Mm. You know, and so mm-hmm. that was that kind of set me free from that. It's not that I've, you know, said I don't. It's not that I don't want you to like me, but I don't need you to like me. I don't. I want you to think I'm smart, but I don't need you to, or mm-hmm. whatever that is. And I give up my need for that good opinion of others. And it is there is a right, great deal of freedom in that. But I do think that comes with with time mm-hmm. and practice. Yeah, very much so. And it is a practice. It is a practice. It is to to lose those things and to to make a move you know I think those things keep people on sidelines mm-hmm. in with work with dating with new adventures with oh and business opportunities yeah. you know because I and I think I do believe that uh, that my intuition or my God consciousness or like we talked about the Christ consciousness just my intuitive nature might not always tell me what to do, but it will tell me what not to do. And so I try to honor that and then take a risk. Mm -hmm. You know, who cares Mm -hmm. what really happens if it's not life threatening or it's, you're not going to invest your entire net worth in one particular stock or something like that. It's just kind of life's a little bit of a gamble. And if you'll take those risks me going back to graduate school when I was 40 was really scary, but I didn't really have a set outcome that I wanted. I knew I wanted to do a practice, but I didn't overthink the outcome. Mm-hmm. I was That's really good it, advice. And then I just focused on the process. Mm. And then it just unfolded. Mm. Because That's I do think really there's an good. unfolding to life. Yeah. I love that. Doing things without focusing so hard on the outcome because yeah. if you're focused on the outcome what you're really focusing on is what if this doesn't work well if you're focused <laughs> yeah and if you're focused on the outcome then you're not going to be legit you're going to be trying to make something happen you know like in a relationship you go on a date and if you go on a date thinking okay now i need to make sure that this guy chooses me or this woman chooses me, then I'm not going to be my authentic self because I'm going to be trying to tap dance around or make sure that I'm performing in a way that I think he wants me to be. So I'm not being legitimate. And then that'll backfire on you. Oh, yes, it will. Absolutely. Yeah. So take a risk. I love that, Tova. That's great. 
Um, okay, you're never too old to play or or try or learn new things. True. I love to play, and I love to jump on trampolines. I love to rollerblade. I love to. I'd skydive. I I love to ski. I just I love to golf. You know, all those things take uh, they, uh, kind of go back to to taking a risk. You know. A lot of people don't try those things because they think they're not going to be very good. Right. Well, who cares? Right. Like, just try. I mean, I was even thinking about all, uh, how I used to needlepoint. I'm like, why did I stop needlepointing? I really uh-huh. liked that. I used to do that, too. Yeah. You know, I don't like, I don't rollerblade or, and I water ski. I don't snow ski anymore because of my knee. But one of the things that I love, so I lean more towards the brain activity Mm -hmm. like I can sit and do my Spanish for three or four hours every day or learning new vocabulary words Mm -hmm. or something like that Mm -hmm. that is mentally stimulating Mm -hmm. for me I mean I exercise but I just do that too I I like exercising I like to exercise outside but you know but it is it's it's about making sure that you whatever you're doing is fun yeah that's just got to be a part of your life. Yes, absolutely. You know, one of my best friends, Mary Catherine, she is so good at this. And, and she, she's so good at it because with everything, she looks at everything with wonder. She wants to know what kind of tree that is. She wants to, I mean, we went on a vacation together. and We go on lots of vacations together. But on one of our vacations, she was reading a book about the periodic table. Oh, cool. I'm like, why? But but it was so, I mean, then she was telling me about it on the plane ride home, and I'm like, this is so fascinating. And she knows everything about astrology, and she knows, I mean, she just has this curiosity about life and living, and 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 she's it just makes her she's it makes you really smart. Well, and I don't th- I don't think that people need to make themselves pick one thing. Yeah. That you something new, something different that you really know very little about mm-hmm. and that spend, interests you. That but it's interesting mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. and try it. Yeah. And see how much fun that can be. Yeah. I mean, and I you know, there would be some things that I might try that it would not particularly be fun to me. So I, that's probably not what I'm going to put my interest into. Mm-hmm. But keep trying to yeah. do some of those keep things. Trying. Cooking. Yeah. Cooking. Oh. I love to cook. I love to cook too. And yeah. I love trying new recipes. I just, I think life really is an adventure. And yeah, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. Um, have great friends and spend time with people of all ages. Uh-huh. I, uh, some of my favorite people are 20 years younger and mm-hmm. some of my favorite people are 20 years older. I don't think age should really matter when it comes to friendships. No. Um. I don't know. I totally agree. Yeah. I, I find... I mean, one of my favorite things in the whole wide world is to go over to Craig's parents' house and just chat with them and sit with them. You, there is so much to learn from our elders and yeah. people older than us, people who've been through it, people who have just more perspective, more great advice. And, you know, asking people that are older than you questions One of the things that I think happens to some people, like that woman you were talking about that was talking so much and she lives alone and all of that, is you don't, there's nobody there to acknowledge your existence and let you know that they value you. And when you spend time with people who, like, are maybe older, I remember my mom. I mean, she just loved sitting on the couch and having coffee and just talking about anything and everything, mm-hmm. you know. And I that really does help people. Oh, and yeah. then you learn, oh, and yeah. then you benefit. Oh, so yeah. that's cool. That's yeah. a that's a good one. All ages. All ages. I I, I love. I, some of my best friends are a lot younger, and some of them yeah. are a lot older. Listen, I can sit and talk to my grandchildren, and I learn. All sorts of things. Oh, yes, they are funny (laughs) and they have opinions, (laughs) and they're 
right. They are right. They <laughs> are so right. Um, okay, your daughter said this in uh, Blair in yoga the other day, and uh, it's something that I've tried really hard to work on, um, not just this year, but over the last few years, and it's practicing presence. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just talking about how that that's really, of all the gifts that we could give anybody this Christmas, how being present with the people that we're with is truly one of the greatest gifts of all. Mm-hmm. It is. Wiggle your toes. That is a really good way mm. to bring you into the moment. Mm. And if you're talking to somebody and your mind kind of starts to wander, then wiggle your toes and it'll bring you back and people will feel like they're heard mm-hmm. and feel acknowledged and yeah. feel valued. Yeah, it's really, really, really valued. And makes sense for yoga because that's where you're going to keep balanced mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Love for sure. That. Yeah, it was really good. She always has really good oh, intentions. She's, cool. she's really cool. Um, number 10 is do nice things for people. Mm-hmm. Be, be thoughtful. And, you know, doing nice things for people, surprising people, being thoughtful, it feels so good. And, you know, I think that with the pandemic and everything, I think 2020 has been so interesting and so stifling in ways that we haven't had as many opportunities to do that because you're not out and about as much. And so sometimes the people that are in our house are not getting enough of that. And I think that that is important to remember that it doesn't have to be somebody walking down the street or it doesn't have to be in a store or in a restaurant. It can be those that are in your house. Oh, I think Kids, it's preferable. Kids, parents. Yeah, me too. I think it's preferable. But, yeah. Um, you know, we probably think that that's not necessary, and yet it is. Yes, it is. It's the most necessary. It is. Um, take time for yourself. Yes. You and I are really good at that. I love me some me. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I unapologetically me love me too. some me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um. The next one I wrote is work on yourself. Um, yes. Get get better. Get healthier. Get stronger. Get faster. Get healthier in your mind. Take good care of your healthy body. Like, work on yourself. You know, we are, I've said this before on the podcast, and it's one of the things, uh, there's so many things that you have taught me along the way, or little things that you said to me that just, have stayed with me forever. But one of them that you said that I loved and I use it often with myself and others is there is no there. That's right. There's no there because as soon as you get there, there's going to be a new there. You're here. Yeah. (laughs) There is no there. There's just here. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's so true. Yes. And so, you know, we are forever a work in progress, but the point of it all is to just get better, get Get healthier emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. You know, just keep putting yourself, keep keep setting yourself up for better. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last one that I wrote is uh, is trust God. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny because that's the last thing I wrote when when I think about the things that I want for twenty twenty one. The last thing I wrote is. Trust God. Well, mm-hmm. and I think that that's about trusting in the goodness of the universe. And I don't care what, na- what name you put to it, if it's mm-hmm. spirit or if it's mm-hmm. love or whatever that is, is there is goodness. The world is not bad. The yeah. world is good. Yeah. And we, as we lean into that, then that's what we'll see more of. Yes. And that's what we will be more of. Absolutely. I read, I read this thought. Um, and I, in, I read it this morning. I read it a couple of days ago, but I read it again this morning because it really stuck with me, and I thought it went so well with what we're talking about today. Um, it is called Good Things Coming. So as we prepare to think about 2021, I thought this would be a great, great way to start that conversation. It says, do not worry about how the good that has been planned for you will come. It will come. Do not worry, obsess, think you have to control it, go out hunting for it, or tangle your mind 
trying to figure out how and when it will find you. It will find you. Surrender to your higher power each day. Trust your higher power. Then stay peaceful. Trust and listen to yourself. That is how the good you want will come to you. Hold on. It's not done. There's more. I just had to get That's over. from the language of letting go? Yes. I read it. I it, love it. It says your healing, your joy, your relationships, your solutions, that job, that desired change, that opportunity, it will come to you naturally, with ease, and in a host of ways. The answer will come. The direction will come. The money, the idea, the energy, the creativity, the path will open itself to you. Trust that, for it's already been planned. It is futile, a waste and a drain of energy to worry about how it will come. It's already there. You have it already. It is in place. You just cannot see it. You will be brought to it, or it will be brought to you. And so the prayer is, today I will relax and trust that the good I need will find me, either through my leadings or the leadings of others. All I want and need will come to me when the time is right. I love it. I believe that with every fiber of my being. Me too. Yeah, that's so cool. So what are some of your thoughts around the new year? Well, one of the things that I kind of wanted to mention was that I, I this year have made a decision to do it a little differently. So rather than write out my resolutions, like I resolve to eat better or I resolve to exercise more or I resolve to save money or, or I resolve to spend more time with my children or my grandchildren, whatever that is, I have decided that this year I'm going to come up with 12 I am statements because I do believe that whatever I believe will create my world. Mm -hmm. So the power of I am is, is where change really will begin. So you're claiming it rather than resolving to do it. And so what I've decided it's kind to, of like how you pray. It is how I pray. Mm -hmm. And so rather than say, I resolve to, you know, blah, 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 I'm going to come up with, I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to come up with 12 I am statements and I'm going to take one a month and I'm going to say it, write it down, put it on my bathroom mirror and say it a lot. And so as you think about how you want your I am to look, mm -hmm. like I am a loving partner, if you are looking for someone to spend your life with, or if you want a boyfriend, or if you want to be married again, or I am a happy employee, or I am wealthy, or I am healthy. And so then come up, think of the ones that would mean the very most for you and make that a monthly practice and see what happens. So the, here are some examples of um, just here are a whole lot of examples and I'm not going to read them all, but I am blessed. I am prosperous. I am successful. I am victorious. I am talented. I am creative. I am wise. I am healthy. I am in shape. I am energetic. I am happy. I am positive. I think I am happy needs to be on everybody's list. Yes. I am strong. I am confident. I am secure. I am beautiful. I am attractive. I am valuable. I am free. I am redeemed. I am forgiven. I am anointed. I am accepted. I'm approved. I'm prepared. I'm determined. I am patient. I'm kind. And then it goes on and on and on and on. Love, love, so love So I think that would be a really fun thing for us to do. And then what would be cool is if you guys want to send us some of your I am's, then we can talk about it in a podcast maybe in January. Yeah. And, and, then let's, and then if you get some results from some of that, then let's talk about that too. So rather than go with resolutions, which, you know, if I resolve that I'm going to eat healthy every day, eh, probably not going to happen. <laughs> or I'm going to give up carbs. Yeah. No, nobody needs to give up carbs. Right. But the I am, I think it can be transformative for people. 
And uh, I absolutely love that, Janice. Good, good. Mm-hmm. There is a sweet girl. Do you know Cody Sanchez, oh, right? Yes. She's love Cody. Awesome. And she sent this, she she posted this on her Instagram the other day, and I loved it. Decide what kind of life you want, mm-hmm. and then say no to everything that isn't that. <laughs> Don't you love that? I love that. Yes. I, I've never heard it said like that, and I really, really, really like it. Decide what kind of life you want. And then say no to everything that isn't that. And we could put, and then say yes to everything that is that. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. I loved it. That is powerful. Good. Think of all the things that we say yes to that don't, aren't, aren't uh, in alignment with where we want to go or what yeah. we want to be. I don't do much of that anymore. Yeah. I learned to say no probably about 10 years ago. Yeah. I have... I've gotten a lot better mm-hmm. than I used to be about saying no. The power of the positive no. It's yeah. a real thing. Say yes when you want to say yes and say no when you want to say no. Yeah. And and it is easy to figure out what those things are if you know where you're going. Yes. If you and if you know what, what you, you want. want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not selfish to want. Mm-hmm. It's human to want. Absolutely. If I don't want my life to look a certain way, then who's going to move in that direction? Yeah. You know? So anyway, that's my thought on the new year. I really, really, really like it. I, I, as you were speaking, I just can't help but think, what, what would my I am's be? I don't know. What would they be? What about you, Kev? I'm thinking about it too. Should I write some down for our next one? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Let's do, let's bring them. Okay. Next time. You got might want to remind me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll send I a am text. remembering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that you may or may not read. <laughs> That's true, too. That's exactly true. And some of them, you don't have to read all of them. <laughs> I, love, I love the claiming of it. You know, um, years ago, I heard a great sermon about how, how we are what we say, and we become... What we think. What we think. Yes. And, you know, if we're walking around all the time thinking, I'm tired, I'm so tired, I'm so broke, I'm so scared, I'm so I'm ugly, so lonely, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so, I'm so, whatever, then y- that is manifested. Yes. And that energy is is what you put out. And what you put out is what you get back. That's right. I mean... It, it so to me what I when I think about this I think about this is all about what we want to put out and you know I'd say if you're dead ass broke write down I I am wealthy and it's just a fake until you make it well we are the <laughs> co-creators of our world totally. with the universe totally. and so yeah claim it claim it and go to that river. And go mm-hmm. to that river with a bucket instead of a thimble mm-hmm. or a Mack truck. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you know? taking the truck. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, when when Jesus, right before he died, and he, he uh, that's why, it's one of the reasons I love the book of John so much. The gospel of John is, you know, before he leaves, he spends all this time with the people that he loved and he prays with them and empowers them and teaches them about the spirit. And one of the things he says is, is you're going to do great things. And one of the, and right after that, he says, maybe even greater than these. And he's talking about what he's done. And, you know, you look at somebody like Jesus who did so much and, and, taught us so much and was so much and and for somebody like him to look at us and say you're going to do great things maybe even greater than these and and I believe he believes that about yeah I believe our God believes that about us yeah well we're created with the capacity to do and create and be what we want yeah 
and you know, I abundance. probably could not tap dance on Broadway right now, <laughs> but I could take a tap dancing lesson. Yes. <laughs> so absolutely. Yeah. So go for it. Yeah. That's we, the whole thing. Yeah. We're created go for, it. for abundance. Yes, we are. Okay, and happy new year, happy everybody. What? Yeah. We're we're ready for great things. It's gonna be a great year. And Thank you to all of our listeners for making 2020 yes. such a fabulous year. So I grateful. Can't, I can't wait to see where this goes. Me too. In 2021 with the with the three musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Kev. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year Kevin. Happy New Year, sweet Tova. Mm-hmm. And to love you too. All of you. We love you. <laughs>